Welcome to it, folks. Hello. Yet another episode of your favorite fucking podcast. Well, I say favorite because I don't know what else you listen to. <laughs> we hope that you're the favorite, or we're the favorite. So uh, it's been a little while since we've we've updated. That's mostly my fault. Well, it's not that we haven't updated. It's that we didn't do a real episode. Yeah, yeah. We we told a, a year and a half old story. Uh-huh. However, the substitute was. I think it was well worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that poor girl. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. So, yeah, I'm living a much different life than I was the last time we recorded. Things have changed. Big, big changes. I won't get it too into it because, well... It's your personal life. You don't have to share it with anyone. If you know me, you know what's going on. If you don't know what's going on, well, I'll tell you. <laughs> She's not here. <laughs> so, what are you doing with your life post-school, Mitch? Fuck all. Props for that. <laughs> Um, I've been working at Cineplex. Right on. But we're not allowed to talk about work. No? Oh yeah, we're not allowed to talk about work. But one of my stories does involve... Well, okay, work. well, if you've got a story about work, <laughs> it's not allowed to gripe about work. Admittedly, this one's not on the list, but um, I kind of made a customer service whoopsie this week. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a racist customer service whoopsie. <laughs> oh, now I have to <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So... This guy comes storming out of Iron Man, and he's swearing a fit, and he's like, I want my fucking money back, I can't fucking watch this movie with this fucking kid on his fucking cell phone the entire fucking time, and it's like, okay, whoa, 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 and he kind of like storms past me, and he goes to get his refund, and it was a black man, okay, and I, the kid, a black kid, had come out at the same time, and I had asked the kid, could you show me where this person is, and he goes, I'm not with him. <laughs> I went, oh, my bad. Because <laughs> I had assumed. Because they were black. Because they were black and they were together. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like you, you did anything horrible. No, but I still I thought about that afterwards. I was like, wow, that could have gone really bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> but yeah, that was my whoopsie. I probably won't be doing that anytime soon again. I had fun yesterday. Yesterday was an interesting day. Oh yeah, you, you said you were going to tell me all about yesterday. I walked uh, I walked downtown at about 2.30 in the afternoon. I got downtown about 4 o'clock. Assuming I was going to go and play some D&D with some people. Well, I got to uh, to meet with the DM and he said, Well, we're not playing today. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck you, I'm going to hit you. I just walked out an hour and a half to get here and you're telling me that it was for nothing. Yeah. And so I... Then went up to uh, to Tim Hortons to see Mr. Hill, Liam, Mr. Liam Hill, and uh, it just so happened I arrived as as Sarah was getting off shift, so I went back and hung out with Dave and Sarah for like the whole day. Had some <laughs> spaghetti for dinner, and I played with their dog. Their dog's adorable, a little Boston Terrier pup named Bubba. 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 Best name ever. <laughs> He's a scrappy little fuck. I mean, it's a Boston Terrier, is to be expected, mm. but. Two and a half hours, I sat and wrestled with this dog, and he just kept coming back for more. I'm like, you're adorable, <laughs> little bastard. He probably slept good. Oh, yeah, he was fucking wiped out by the time I left there. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, reaching out, hanging out with people I've been neglecting. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, Leeds not doing anything. Oh, of course. Nobody likes to be doing nothing. It's true. I also uh, 
Well, I got really high yesterday on a whole bunch of different stuff. Really high? Really. Like, I was invincible. <laughs> Not so invincible that you went and played in traffic? There was no traffic. <laughs> Though I swear to God, okay, I walked from... From the Timmies at Lancaster, or no, not Lancaster, yeah, Lancaster, Lancaster. And, and, Frederick. and Frederick, back here, and on the way, I saw no less than one dozen Waterloo Regional Police Cruisers. <laughs> you must have been tripping balls, sir. I was. I was like, are you going to stop me already, or what? Because I, I, I jaywalked right in front of a cop at, at Sterling and King. <laughs> I didn't realize it until I was halfway through the intersection. I'm like, oh, that stop car is a cop car. He's staring right at me. Well, you I waved to him and kept going. You, you throw up the friendly wave. There was no traffic. He was the only vehicle around. I'm like, you know what? What the fuck ever. As long as you're minding your own business and not causing any trouble, I don't think they're going to stop you. No, no, but it was just weird seeing such a strong police presence at night when you don't see that during the day. On a Wednesday, even. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lots of walking. I'm doing lots of walking. Cool. That happens when you don't have money to pay for transportation. Well, hopefully that gets amended soon. Yeah. Nah. Again, we're not going to get into looking for jobs until we actually find them. <laughs> but uh, a side effect of this recent lifestyle change has been a lot of time on the internet. <laughs> You've reunited with your long-lost friend. Yes. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys a few heads up about interesting things online that you should really, really check out. First, or the first first one I'm going to tell you about is is this kid named Grayson Chance. Now, Grayson has become an overnight internet sensation. Viral. Viral, in a big, bad way. Um, the video is of him on a stage at a piano performing Lady Gaga's paparazzi to a room full of swooning tween-aged girls. <laughs> and I do mean swooning. <laughs> the, the, the facial reactions of these girls in the video are priceless. <laughs> Some are amazed, some are shocked, some, some are, are just melting. melting, some are like geared fucking headlights. It's amazing. And this kid is like 6,000 times better than Justin Bieber. <laughs> and cuter, let's be honest. He's, he's got pop star written all over him. He doesn't look like a lesbian, for one. Yeah, he doesn't look like Ellen Page. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure that some people have seen that. At least. Some people have seen it, if you haven't, check it out for, for serious. Yeah. You'll be amazed. What's this business I see about Mac? Oh, Max. Oh, um, I'm not trying to prod another flame war between me and Adam. <laughs> but um, I don't think you will. This isn't about the technical superiority of one versus the other. Uh, well, yesterday, PC and Max are coming closer to equals. Yet again, um, Steam has released their client for a Mac with two major games. Um, premiering on it. They've released the Steam Client and Portal and Torchlight. Now, I loved Portal. Portal's fucking amazing. And to sweeten the pot, Steam has announced that their Portal is now free until May 24th. What a bunch of cops. <laughs> um, so, what happened was uh, the, Mac, the Mac uprising caused uh, um, Steam's servers to implode. <laughs> I could not for like three hours last night get connected to Steam. It was bad. I mean, it really um, showed Steam's flaw in its whole cloud computing model of games. When their server's down, you can't play your video games. Which is a huge piss-off. It is a piss-off. Now, they, they do have a feature built into Steam that it will work in offline mode if it can't connect to, to Steam. Yeah. But 
It was of but the you nature. You can't play Team Fortress all by yourself. Of the nature last night, it, you couldn't even verify your login details or go into offline mode. Holy! It shit. might have been a, a, it might have been compounded by a, a, a coding error when they updated Steam last night too. It was oh, so much rage on the internet last night. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, welcome to the Mac gamers. <laughs> now oh, you can enjoy Portal. Now you have more to play than Bejeweled Two or Blizzard's catalog. <laughs> But yeah, that was that was fun. Um, more Apple news. Yet another iPhone leak has taken place. <laughs> this time in Taiwan, where the United States government can't touch them. <laughs> it's got a got a you know grind jobs' his gears a little bit. Yeah, and Gizmodo story still hasn't gone anywhere aside from the they've taken his stuff and they put the investigation on hold until they can verify whether or not the shield lies apply to this occasion. Hmm. <laughs> but I don't want there, there's enough people covering that topic we, we, don't, oh, we, don't, we, don't, we don't talk about that uh, dick slang dick slang one of the great one of the greater things you've discovered on the internet a room full of, of, of black teenage boys and I don't mean to be racially stereotypical there's one mulatto there yes but uh, they're, they're all ethnically black if, if not in skin tone and they, they've invented this dance called dick slang, which is essentially you wear really, really baggy pants and swing your hips really fast so that your dick flies out and makes an impression on the outside of your pants so that it, it's to advertise what you've got. I highly recommend looking up this video. I, I sincerely hope it becomes a thing. I'd love to go to the club and watch a bunch of retards showing off their coffee. Dick, dick slang. Now I want to know what, what the who spearheaded this this movement and how they just they thought it wasn't at all homosexual anyway. I don't know. The video is uh, this room full of five black teenage men swinging their swinging dicks, their dicks <laughs> with no sense of irony and no homosexual subtext. It's rather amazing. They're having fun doing it, which yeah. is the funniest thing. Mind you, the one guy looks like Fifty Cent, which is the scariest fucking thing. <laughs> Sans bullet scars, of course. Uh. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, on the ironic news front, <laughs> you found a story last night that was gold. I forget which, which, which country it was. I think it might have been in Britain. But uh, a Green Party leader, arborist by trade, died when he fell out of a tree. <laughs> I don't even know what sort of smart-ass comment to make to that. He died protecting... <laughs> no, he was killed by those he was trying to protect. <laughs> you always get hurt worse, most by the loved ones you love. <laughs> Just... Including trees. You can't make this shit up. Um, and the ironic news that I picked off this morning was... Um, I think it was in the States somewhere... Um, a fire safety individual who's installing a fire door in a establishment <laughs> set a three alarm blaze. <laughs> he was installing the door and um, I guess he was a little careless with his torch. <laughs> and he set some grease on fire and he claims that he tried to put it out using three fire extinguishers, but everything he put out would start another one and it burnt down an entire block of businesses. 
<laughs> a fire safety, his job is fire safety. He's been at that job for 10 years, which means he's got some reasonable unemployment benefits coming his way. <laughs> Yeah, because you know he's fired. They can't market, you can't market a guy for fire safety that burns down an entire business block. Oh, oh brutal. Jesus. Talk headlight. about a bad day. Headlight. Headlight. Yes, I have headlight on the, sto- on the list of stories. I was at work, and I was in the, one of the smaller theaters threading the projector to start the show, and I noticed there was a flashlight shining on a magazine. There's a guy sitting there in the back of the theater before I started the movie wearing a fucking, like, mining helmet headlight <laughs> and reading his goddamn magazine in the dark. <laughs> it was so strange. And the funniest thing was, like, when people would walk in, he'd turn his head and, and like, look at them shine. and the light would shine right at them. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, going, Oh, I hope to God he turns that off before the movie starts. Otherwise, it's going to be a really awkward... Um, excuse me, sir. Could you please turn, turn off your, your fucking headlight? <laughs> very, very erratic. So weird. Random. <laughs> Who has things like that in Kitchener? I don't know. There's no lines. <laughs> it was so weird. I mean, practical, yes. <laughs> oh, my. A little much, I think. <laughs> So we've run out of things to talk about. We really have. (laughs) And, uh, well, I'm sure that's not a good thing. Give me two seconds here. What the fuck? Oh, there we go. That's the one I was looking for. It is still recording, right? Yeah, yeah. We're at 14. (laughs) We're only at 14 minutes. Scott's gonna kill us. Because he commented on the last full episode, it was too short. Too short. 24 minutes is too short for him. Most of our episodes are just a half hour, so that five minutes really made a difference to Scott for some reason. Huh. Well. (laughs) 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 Fucking crickets, man. Crickets. Been doing more writing, but that's just my thing. Well, yeah, that's your necessity in life. You're out of coffee. I'm out of coffee. Wow, this this is like the, the least keeping it together episode we've ever fucking... it's pretty lame. Oh. Steph's on her way to Missouri again. Yeah, yeah she left today. Yep. She, uh, I caught one of her tweets this morning and made me laugh. She mm. says, yes, I'm a Canadian girl dancing in O'Hare in an airport. <laughs> Steph in Chicago. <laughs> Steph should make videos. It's just that she does make videos. I know she should make different videos, like of her travels, so we can play. Where the world is? Where the fuck is Steph? <laughs> That's an amazing video too. If, if, if people haven't looked it up, where in the world is Matt? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was impressed with that. Dude went fucking everywhere. Except his second or his uh, his sophomore slump was kind of disappointing. Because he got sponsored by Stride Gum, and it was just him dancing in other places that people had never heard of. <laughs> because, you know, we want to spread the gum to all these places that nobody knows about. So, I had an interesting conversation with Mr. Hill last night. Did you? About the uh, political restructuring of North America. Now, you look at the European Union and you realize there's 50 member states. In the continent. Yeah. 
The United States is divided into 50 states. Canada has 10 provinces <laughs> and is bigger than either. <laughs> it, it's a bit of a problem. And, and the idea that we had was to, to sort of campaign to break Canada down, like essentially shave off the federal layer of government and make three or four separate coalition states. Like, for example, give Northwest Ter Territories autonomy and let them be the guardians of the Arctic. I mean, there's yeah. there's a pretty even split between affluent white folk who live in the Yukon and... Well, uh, Northwest Territories was split already when they made none of it. But then you've got the large indigenous population up there who has a vested interest in the in the environment and would, I think, be a good voice to have keeping all the fucking oil companies out of the Arctic. Yeah, but I mean... Then you get a separate state, B.C., Alberta, Saskatchewan... Yeah. Which politically would be interesting because you'd have races where the Liberal Party is not involved at all. It's just the NDP versus the Conservatives. That'd be nice. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> Ontario claims Manitoba, Quebec secedes, Maritimes form their own union. Yeah, but I believe the Maritimes should have their own form. And even, even unionize the six uh, New England states, perhaps. Yeah. Because, I mean, there is such a. We're at such a crucial point in North American history at this point, where there's this underlying middle-class tension, everything's going wrong, the people in charge are abusing the fuck out of their power, people are getting sick of it. Yep. Pretty soon all the old folks with all the power and money are going to die, like within our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, and then the new generation's gonna take up the, the pedestal. <laughs> so I think it's kind of up to our generation to affect societal change in, in North America. It's one problem, that? our generation's fucking lazy. Well, you just gotta make it worth their while. Easy to deliver. Yeah. Take all the work out of it for the end user. That's really what the internet's taught us. I still like your idea of a fully democratized uh, government system. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Where everyone votes on every issue. Yes. <laughs> Which could be done via, you know, this smartphone revolution that's that's going away. If if the government really wanted to, they could subsidize the the distribution of a smartphone to every citizen yep. and have everyone have their say via apps or what have you on any issue that's being debated in government. The only problem with that is uh, curating that kind of thing is a huge undertaking. Jobs. That's true. We would create more jobs. Lots of jobs. <coughs> Which we don't have enough of. It's true. But mind you, they're government jobs and government jobs seem to be... Uh, Kind of passe right now, if you ask Greece and if you ask Oh, jeez, yeah. Any nation who's, who's having big troubles. Spain. Like that. Oh. So much crazy, crazy shit going on in the. Uh, we truly do live world. in interesting times, sir. Except that everyone lives in interesting times. That's true, but I think we live in the most interesting times. <laughs> we're alive for it. <laughs> Maybe the most fucked up times, even. I don't know, the Crusades might have been mighty fucking interesting. <laughs> you have a point. <laughs> what was that, um, what state was it that had the crazy high unemployment rate? It was like 35%. Michigan. Michigan. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, and I, I, I stumbled across an article yesterday about why, like, there, there's people advocating for drug testing, mandatory drug testing for welfare recipients. Yeah. Now, there's a big problem with this. A, it costs $47 per person to administer a drug test. 
<laughs> B, your analysis will only reliably detect marijuana use. Not cocaine, not methamphetamine, not anything else. Because pot stays in your system longer than anything else. Yeah. Um, such a law would be unconstitutional in the United States. Unreasonable search and seizure. Well, they've been pushing that boundary for quite some time. I know, I know. <laughs> but, I mean, there it's just such a bad idea for such a good idea. They found that, that questionnaires are 96% effective in weeding out alcohol and drug abusers as opposed to random medical tests. Speaking of drugs, I'm trying to remember that story on CTV last night. I think, I think there was a, a, a private practice, if you will, that um, would administer medicinal marijuana licenses and medicinal marijuana. Apparently they got raided and everything taken away. Really? Yeah. That seems a little fucked. I, I don't know all the details. I wish I did. Looking it up. But uh, if you want to look that up. Uh, police announced arrest and seizures and drug busts in Toronto. Pot users protest raid on downtown column club. That there you would go. Be the one. That's the one. <clears throat> The internet's a marvelous fucking invention. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> Protest was held outside Toronto Police Headquarters Sunday afternoon by dozens of pot enthusiasts who claim officers used excessive force during a recent drug raid at a downtown medical marijuana club. Police say the facility does not hold a Health Canada license, as is required. Authorities say they seized 16 kilograms of marijuana during the raid, which is worth about $160,000 on the street, according to police math. <laughs> police math? Police math. Now, let's... let's. I'll, I'll let you guys know, because I am a rather street-savvy individual. I'll give you an actual estimated value on... on that. Yeah, I think they're off by an order of magnitude. <laughs> Significant order of magnitude? <laughs> No, actually, this math looks right. 16 kilograms, 10 bucks a gram. Okay. Again, no one's going to chop 16 kilos on the street, though. No. That's, that's, that's dealer-level stuff. One demonstrator said the people who use the club are licensed to smoke pot to deal with their medical conditions. And a lawyer representing the club says he's asking police to return the drugs to these licensed users. Now, that would be a first. Uh, police, would you uh, kindly give these people their drugs... Back. Well, the point the guy was making last night on TV is like uh, to apply for official like through Health Canada for official license takes several months. But people that want to use this for medicinal purposes don't have several months to wait because they're fucking dying, dying and in constant pain and you know all sorts of other reasons that people use medical marijuana. Yeah, it's. I wish that the Western world would just come together already and say, "All right, look, legalize, done." <laughs> It's just, it. It takes more than just that, because of all the people that stand to make profit from it. Well, fuck! You want to make stoners get off the couch and do something? Tell them they can go grow their own drugs. That you'll have a fucking country full of botanists in no time. Well, the government could make a lot of money off of it if they uh, were smart about it. If they legalized it, but still made it illegal to sell it, but they standardized who could grow it, and then they could tax it through that. Ass. They make so much Kind of like the tobacco industry? Yeah, exactly like the tobacco industry. Which would probably crash and burn if marijuana was legalized. <laughs> if you had the choice of going to the store and buying a 25-pack of tobacco cigarettes or a 10-pack of joints, 
for the same price. I go for the joints every time. <laughs> well, look at Holland. It's legal to sell and use and buy there. Yeah. They have fucking head shops all over the place. You go to a coffee bar, they have a desk at the back where you can pick your <laughs> poison. Pick your poison, and they're not all descended into ridiculousness. No, I mean it. The the argument that that use of marijuana destabilizes our society or anything like that, bogus. It's yeah. fear mongering, which Western media is really good at. Oh shit. Oh. I'll just go on the record as saying I love pot. Okay. Love. <laughs> Possibly in an unnatural way. In an unnatural way? I don't know if I want to know what that way is. 